Okay, Perikid Zion. We started briefly Perikid Zion. We'll speak out just in the Kudah very quickly. We're going to start on Chav Gimel Amr Aleph towards the top. The Indian is the whole Sefer that we see in the beginning of the Sefer and the Shardaf of the Sefer. The Shardaf of the Sefer says that the point of the Sefer, the Sefer's goal is, is to bring us to how basically what the Pazak says, the Pazak says, coming to Ava, coming to Yir, the things which are shy to the lave, how they're carved to a person. And the Sefer is coming <coughs> to really try to bring us to that. So he asks a very fundamental question at the beginning of, of Perigid Zion. How in the world is it that coming to Ava, coming to Yira, are, is something which is it's ridiculous to say that, but it is to work on our heart and change our hearts. So how are you telling me this is something which is karav ma'ot to do? It's something very far for me to be able to do, to change over my heart. But in the previous parak, that there's something called the talumas alev. Talumas alev. The talumas alev is not that you experience a real feeling, uh, a real hergish of ava and yira, but rather your heart has a certain understanding that it's a roi to love Hashem. Makes sense. It's it's Hashem. And with that, you do the mitzvah. With that love, which is inside of the, the depths of your heart, with that you come, it causes you now to do a mitzvah. So when you do that mitzvah, because of this talumas alev, because of the ahava that you experience in the depths of your heart, if that causes you to do a mitzvah, so it has all of the miles of doing a mitzvah with the ava and year that the Zerah Kodesh talks about. Our example was broccoli. That was our example. Our example was broccoli that, why do we eat, we know when we're younger we don't eat broccoli and at a certain point we mature and we're like, you know, it's a good idea to eat broccoli. It made sense to us, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's a healthy thing, whatever. And then because of that, I, I, I eat my broccoli. Okay? And then you realize you actually like broccoli. But, but the mice, the reason why you first tried broccoli, because it made sense to you, if those of you who tried broccoli, that it made sense to, you know, to, to go for the broccoli. And you went for it, why? Because in your heart you felt the right thing to do. So, so too, this, there's a certain ava after thinking and contemplating the greatness of the Rabboni Shalom. You feel a certain, yeah, it's the right thing to do. It makes sense. I should love the Rabboni Shalom. And because of that, there's a certain, in the depth of your heart, you have a certain love. And because of that, now, you do a maisa mitzvah. You do something. And this maisa mitzvah that you do is, are the tachas of what we're trying to get out of here. This is what we're trying to do. We're trying to get to us to do a mitzvah because of ava and because of yurak. And, that, and like the Zohar says, that makes everything fly away. So, Five lines from the top, he says, adam. This is what the Adam's job is. The Adam's job is to come to do a Maisa Mitzvah. To come to do a Maisa Mitzvah. And he's built off a contemplation of the greatness of the Rabbani Shalom, which he feels inside of his Talumas Alev. He feels inside of his Talumas Alev that I feel that it's right, for, it's right for him to go ahead and to do that Maisa Mitzvah. Because this world, this world is a world of Maisa. So the purpose, what Hashem wants, is us to, us to do a Maisa. How do we have the energy, how do we have the push to do the Maisa? To the contemplation of the greatness of the Rabbanu Shalom, which awakens our Talumas of the depths of our heart, and that everybody has the ability to do. Everybody, like the first line over here said, Anybody who has a brain and a skull, he's able to, he's able to come to do, uh, have, a, have a, in the depths of his heart. Now, 
he's going to explain why. Why are we able to do that? Why is it so easy after we're the depths of our heart, this part of our heart, through contemplation, why is it easy to awaken even the Talum to cause to do a Maisa? Because naturally, the mind rules over the heart. And all of his Evarim, which have him do the Maisa, the mind rules over the rest of the body. The mind is in charge of the body. If you decide to think about something, your mind is in charge. This is something we already spoke about earlier on, I think in Perikid Aleph, maybe it was Ayn Shah. Now he's speaking about over here a very interesting Indian. And this Indian is going to bring us back to, a lot. we're going to spend a lot of time on understanding this Indian Mitzvah Shem. But now he's going to speak about a Rasha Gomor. A Rasha Gomor, again, is a person who he doesn't do any type. Completely Mufka from type. Completely Mufka from having any aspect of type inside of his heart. That's a Rasha Gomor. We spoke about him earlier on in the, in the Sefer. So he wants to come and say that we just said that it's very easy for a person to awaken this Talum Asalev, the depths of his heart. But, and anybody who has any brain in his skull is able to do that. But he's going to come and say now that that makes sense by Tzadikim. Tzadikim, their lave, control. Tzadikim, libam birushusim, say. The lave is in the rishus of the Tzadikim. Tzadikim are in charge of their heart. And really, every person has the ability to do that. But by Rishayim, it says the exact opposite. That Rishayim, they're in the Rishus of their lave. Not that their lave is in their Rishus, but their lave is completely in control. Their Nefesh of Bahamas, the Yezahara, is completely in control of them. So for them, how is it Shaykh this Pasuk, How is it corrupt to them? It's not corrupt to them. It's not easy for them to do it. Their heart is not in their control. And that's what he's going to come to explain right now. Somebody who is Mamasha Rasha, the Chazal says, Rashaim Hem Rishus Libam, the Rashaim, they're in the Rishus of their heart. They're in the Rishus of their heart, but their heart is not in their Rishus. This fact that their heart, that they're in the Rishus of their heart, this is a great Oynish that they're getting. Meaning it's not something that they did, it's a punishment that Hashem is giving to them. The whole sugya, but the Maisa, their heart is not in the Rishus. So, in came, what is the Pasuk means for Rishayim when it says, to awaken the heart? So he says, Mamash, a major chedesh over here, the Torah is not talking about Rishayim who in their lifetime are called dead. The Pasuk is not talking about them. Meaning to say that they, these Rishayim, they're completely mufka from awakening even the Tulumus Alev. Whatever we're saying over here <coughs> in this whole entire Sefer, that to awaken your heart in the Tulumus Alev, this is only true for anybody who's not a Rasha Gomor. But a Rasha Gomor, he is not able to awaken the Tulumus Alev. Klar? Klar, any questions? Because for a Rasha, who his heart is, is he, he's in the Rishus of his heart, it's impossible for him to serve Hashem. I'm a scary line over here. It's impossible for him to avoid with Hashem, tshuva on what he did in the past first. And it's not enough just to <clears throat> take a Kabbalah, let's say that he wants to change himself. Rather, the Shaber HaKlipos, he needs to break down all the Klipos. A Klipos means something which concealed El Kus in his life. 
So he's surrounded, his whole heart is filled with people, meaning there's no gila, there's no revelation of godliness in his heart. That this klipa, the, the, the fact that their heart's not in the rishos, completely made them separate from the Kaddish Baruch Hu. They feel a complete separation from the Rabbi Shalom. So Kabbalah, to change, to say, I, I want to change, is not good enough for them. Because their hearts, it needs to go through a complete transformation. So what's that transformation? Says the Hebrew Rebbe over here. The only way to do it is through a Shvir Salev. When they come to have a Shvir Salev on, on what they've done until now, that Shvir Salev will allow their heart to be changed to now go to do better. Like it says in the Hebrew Gazara Kadosh, the Lev Nishbar of a mensch breaks down the Sitra Achra. The Lev Nishbar breaks down the pull that we have towards the physical, the Sitra Achra. So it's not good enough for a Russia to change his heart by just doing, by saying, I'm going to change my mind, I'm going to do better. Rather, he needs to come to do a Tshuva, which he's about to say in a second. He needs to come to do a tshuva, which breaks his heart. It's a lev nishbar. It's a lev nishbar in his heart. This aspect, this Indian, is the bechina of tshuva tata. There's tshuva ilah, which we're not going to get into right now. This whole thing right now is going to be discussed in parts in the Sefer, so we're not going to get into it so much. But there's tshuva ilah, and there's tshuva tata. Tshuva is called Toshuv He, returning the He. Toshuv He. Tata, and there's Tshuva Ilah. So, Tshuva Tata, the breaking of our heart, this Tshuva, which is the Shaber Salev, is called the Tshuva Tata. Lalos Ha He Tata, to raise up the He Tata, which is really like the Shechina. So, I'm not going to get into this right now. It's the Shechina, it's Midah Malchus. Lahakima Minifilasa. To raise her up from her nefila that was caused through the avera, that she fell down to the makom achitzonim, that the shechina she goes down to the makom achitzonim. I did the ma'isa avera that we do when the rishayim, their heart and everything that they've done has brought the shechina all the way down to the makom of the chitzonim to the makom of the sitra which means that it's it's hidden away the shechina. This is the side of Galus Shechina. That our Avera brings the Shechina down to the Makum of, of the Klippas, to the Makum of the Chitzainim, and we're not able to have a connection with it anymore. It's hidden and it's concealed. Shechina of the Pashas, which is tied very loosely, is Hashem's presence in this world. It's a revelation of Hashem's presence in this world. That presence is no longer recognized to us. The more and more Averas that we do, the more and more we put away, it gets hidden away the Gila of the Shechina. The Chazal say, Adam, when they when they went to Adam, the Shekhinah went together with them. What does it mean? The Hainu, he says like this. It doesn't just mean that the Shekhinah, when they went to Adam, the Shekhinah went together with them. The Hainu, when a person does a Maisa Adam, meaning that he that he does an Avera, he takes and he brings down there to the Makum of Galus. Every part of his neshama has a chis of godliness inside of it, which gives it its life. It's the nitzos halakus that mechaya his neshama. When he does an avera, so that nitzos, which is mechaya his neshama, goes down into the makom of the klipa. 
which, which is neshama melebushim by benevich Bahamas. Why does it go down to the makom of the kripa? Why does the neshama go down to the makom of the, of the kripa? Because since his neshama is melubish, is inside of the nefesh of Bahamas, inside of his heart, so when he does the maisa and his neshama is melubish inside of the nefesh of Bahamas, so what gets down pulled together with the nefesh of Bahamas? His neshama. His neshama kudosha, which has a chiz of elokus, which gives it its life. Since it's melubish, it's inside of the nefesh of Bahamas, so when the nefesh of Bahamas is victorious and it does the Maisa Avera, so what comes down together with it? The neshama. And whatever gives the neshama, it's chiyas. So by doing an Avera, we bring down the chiyas of our neshama, the revelation of Elokos that every neshama has, goes down together with that Maisa Avera to the Mokum of the Klippa. Is that clear? Question? <coughs> Every Maisa Aver that we do is because of our Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas. Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas was victorious over our body at that time. Our Neshama at that moment is Malubish inside of the Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas. It's Malubish inside of the Yitzhara. So that means when the Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas gets dragged down to the Maisa Avera, since our Neshama is Betoichet, it's connected to it, it's Malubish inside of it, so it's dragging down the Neshama together with it. Which means the neshama, the chiyas of the neshama, which is the spark of godliness inside of it, also gets pulled down together with that ma'isavera into the makom of the kripa, and that's called galus hashchina. That the chiyas of elokus that we have inside of ourselves goes down, is now concealed, and is given over to the makom of ra. Is that a little better? Going once, twice. The neshama is mubash in. Nefesh of Bahamas always or only when you're in the air? We do this of error when, when it's in charge. The neshama in the Nefesh of Bahamas, which is from the Klippa, is in the left side of his heart. Which is controlling him, which is in charge while he's a Russia. It's ruling over the small city. What's the small city of Prakim? The small city means the Guf. Right now, there could be who's in charge of the guf, either the neshama or the nefesh of Bahamas. There's a battle going on between the neshama and the nefesh of Bahamas over the irkatana, over the city, which is called the guf. So when you do an avera, who's in charge of the irkatana right now? The nefesh of Bahamas, the yetzahara. So by doing a maizavera now, the neshama also gets down, gets pulled down together, meaning its territory got conquered. Its territory of the neshama got conquered. It's not a part of it. No, it's not the Guf. It's never the Bahamas. It's, 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 more, it's more spiritual than the Guf is. Is that the Yetzirah? It's called the Yetzirah, yeah. Pasha says it's the Yetzirah. And our Neshama is right now in, in Galus by it. So how do we get it out there? A Russia who brings down his, his Neshama so low and so deep. He brings down his Neshama so deep. So how does he pull it out? So it's not just enough for this Russia to change, to say, I'm changing my life, I'm going to start doing better now. A Kabbalah, Allah Asid, which was an aspect of Tshuva, and I'm going to just start to do better now. That's not good enough, he's saying. He needs to now completely rip open his heart. For our Russia to change, he needs to rip open his heart completely. When he breaks open his heart, and he breaks down, by breaking his heart, he breaks down with inside of his heart the Ruach of the Tumah, the Ruach of the Sitra Akhra, the Sparzu, 
it gets broken apart, he come up in nefilasa, then all of the nitsoitzim, which are there, the mata, could come up from the nefila. They come nitzvah, and it has an, uh, a raising, so just to sum it up, it's very color for every person to awaken this taluma zalev, the hidden part of his heart, to have an ava, a year that it's fitting, it's roi, to the and because of that, I do my maisa mitzvah. And when I do that, so that gives it all the qualities which are necessary, like the Zohar talks about, that even if your heart doesn't mamish feel it, you don't mamish feel a, a feeling of ava, it still gives it all the qualities of the Zayar that the Maisa Mitzvah is able to have an Aliyah Lamala. It makes a pula in the, in the Maisa Mitzvah. But our, and every person has the ability to do it. It's carved for every single person to do that. Except for a Rasha, whose heart is not as in his control. But when the Rasha has a Lev Nishbar, when he breaks his heart, the Lev Nishbar allows the Rasha even to come out of that Tumah. That's what he's saying over here. Klar? What do you mean break hearts? He's a Shvir He's sad, he's, he's agonized by his, I can't get the right word in English, but he's a nishpere late. Heart is broken on, on the fact that it happened. But her shuva, I guess, not the, the, the other late nishpere doesn't come from the neshama. Where does it come from? It comes from, I don't, I don't know exactly at what point it comes, but it comes on a certain level probably that he, he, through contemplation and a certain realization of, wow, my whole life is, is, is a horrible life. So if he can do that, why can't, I mean, if he has enough shlita on his leg, even in his state. Because to come to love the Rabban Shalom is a much farther thing to do than to just say, I'm going to change my life and I'm doing something stupid right now. To come to have a certain love in my heart, uh, which is, that's, and through contemplation of the greatness of the Rabban Shalom, is, a, is, is, a hard, is hard work. To, it's, it's much harder than saying my life is ridiculous from what I've done until this point that I should change. At many Bali Chuva, let's say, they, or, or people, they, they really have to change their life. But Lav now they're having real feelings of Ava. They had to change. They realized that what they were doing until this point was, was not the right thing to do. But Lav Dafka, that they're, that they're now having Hargasha of, of Ava and things like that, and that takes a lot of work. You just have to regular Chuva, not really Ava, has to have a He's saying he has a, a Nishbrei And that's what I want to explain. What's the Pshat? What is this in of, of Shvir Salev? I want to get into the sugya of, of Shavir Salev and why Dafka does this Russia need a Shavir Salev to change his heart. So I'll start like this. We find Befrat, this Indian of, of like we're saying over here, that you need to have Salev. Lev Nishbar. Shavir Lev. Nishbar Lev. And there's a Medrash, it's the first Mara Mokum that you guys have there. It's a Oizer Medrashim. I'm not sure exactly where it is. But it says, Shekolt Fila. She'ain ba lev nishbar. Any tefillah which is not done with a lev nishbar, ve'roish kafuf, ain't a rutsuya. This type of tefillah is not a real rutsuya type of tefillah. It's not a real desire type of tefillah. So you see, when it comes to tefillah as well, that there's something very unique by tefillah. That tefillah needs to be with a shvir zalev. Everybody knows that we all heard the concept of davening with a shvir zalev. So the question is, what is this Indian of davening with a shvir zalev? So the Indian is as follows. In the beginning of the Bria, Kashbarhu creates the world. Ziyamashishi, everything's in place. And Kashbarhu wants to create the Adam. So what's the Why does he want to create the Adam? Because Kashbarhu says, and Rashi brings it down, as the Sakamar Makom, the Pasuk says, the call Aitzabasada. Terem Yitzmach, all the plants before they grew. 
Why did they not grow yet? Because Baruch didn't make a rain yet. There was no rain yet. There was no person to work the land. So Perish Rashi Umat Ham Lo Himtir. What is the reason why it was not yet Himtir? The Fisha Adam Ayna Bozadam. It doesn't mean that the person, there was no person to actually work the land physically. That's not what it means. It means there was no person to work the land, meaning there was nobody there to work the land, meaning to recognize the toiva of the Gishamim. When a person will come and will realize, wow, there's a need for rain, and he'll recognize the toiva of rain, then the rain will be able to come. So you see that Adam Rishon, he was really placed in the world to come and to be a Mispalo. He was placed in the world to come to Davin, that there should be rain that should come, he should be marked the toiva of the rain. And that rain should come through his tefillah. And Chazal also says, there's another Chazal, this Gemara is in Chulin, it's next to Marmakum. Ramir Asi Asakasha. Kisiv, it says, Vetoiteha Aretz Desha. The Potsik says, the Desha came out of the ground. Mitzlas Bishapsa. That was on the third day of creation. Bikisiv, and it also says in Potsik, the Gemara asks, Because Siachal Sotaram Yeva Aretz, that was Bimadli Shapsa, that was on Arab Shabbos. So I don't understand. Was it Vitoitia or Desha already? Or was it Terran that anything ever grew into the ground? Which one was it? <laughs> did anything grow did everything grow or did nothing grow yet? Which one was it? Where it answers, Melamit Shiyasu Deshaim, that first the Deshaim came out, <coughs> the, the, the grass came out of the ground. But Omdu a Pesakal Karka, it stayed on the Pesakal Karka, on the floor of the ground. At Shabbat Marishan, the other Marishan came, but Bikesh Rachim Malam, and he davened for them. Then rain came down, and they grew. And this comes to teach you, desires the tefillah of tzaddikim. desires the tefillah of tzaddikim. So what you see over here is that a, Adam he was mispalah for Gishamim, and his tefillah was for Gishamim. Kashbaruch Hu put him here to daven to be mispalah for Gishamim. And you talk in Loimar, Bederch Drush, Marebi made me say this, it's called Bederch Drush, because I don't have the most solid record for it yet, but it, he says, Alderch Ha'emeth, that this tefillah of Adam Arishan, when did this tefillah take place? When did this tefillah take place? It's mashmar from over here that this tefillah took place when? Before he was even choyte by the chayt of the Eitzadat. He was doubting that everything should grow. And then afterwards, he ate from the Eitz Adas. And how do I know? Because over here it says, over here it says, that before anything grew, right, when did it, and what, what happened originally on the third day? It was on the Pesach Al-Karka. Then Adam Rishin was Mispala. What happened when he was Mispala? Everything came out of the Karka, came out from, from the ground, and it came up Lamala, and it became... So the Pesach says, from all of the trees of the ground you could eat from, except for what the Eitzadas? I have a question for you. If nothing grew yet out of the ground, what do you tell me I'm allowed to eat and not allowed to eat? Elamai, what does it sound like? It sounds like that the tefillah of the other region that he was mispalo for, the tefillah of the other region that everything should grow was before the chit of the Eitzadas. Which means that this tefillah was a spitz spitz tefillah. And that's why this tefillah is called the Kishbaruch's Masadala tefillah. It's a huge tefillah. Yeah. So that means that he made the Gamid grow because he was 
Yeah, but that's what his tefillah. That's what his tefillah did. According to what, what this itachin, it's possible that his tefillah made the tree in the garden grow. Grow. Maybe he made the itzadas grow and the and the itzachim grow through his tefillah. It's very possible. It's a very, it's a sign I've been clearing for the last few days. But Lamaisa, his tefillah was such a powerful tefillah. This was the first tefillah ever in the whole bria. This tefillah, this tefillah of Adam Rishon. This was the first tefillah ever. The tefillah of Adam Rishon potentially koydam achet. Which means that every tefillah we want to aim towards is we want to always aim towards being like other Rishon That's our whole process of everything we're trying to do. We're trying to get like other Rishon again. So that means what we want to do is we want to aim as best as we can towards this tefillah. And even if it wasn't the tefillah of Kodesh Machet, but this is called the tefillah So we're trying to get back to this tefillah. The question is how do we get back to this tefillah? Oh, sorry, good. We'll have to get back to that probably. So the Indian is a Zoy. So after the Chet of Eitz Adas, we know that Adam Rishon, it was, it was a huge change to the whole entire Bria. What happened? There was a new Gezerah that happened to the world. There was a new Gezerah that happened in the world, which is called the Gezerah of Misa. Before, there was no Misa. After the Chet of Eitz Adas, now there's a Gezerah of Misa. Me'afar Ato Me'afar Tashuv. Now you're going back to the ground. There's a gazer of Misa that happened after the Chet of Eitzadas. What is this whole Indian Misa? Why Dhaka after the Chet of Eitzadas is there, is there this Indian called Misa? Where does Indian Misa come from? So the Pshad is as follows. When Adam Rishon was Chayte, we know Chazal tell us that the Nachash put inside of Adam and Chava a Zumas Nachash, the filth of the Nachash. And this filth of the Nachash was Bolea inside of the Adam. It was Bolea inside of the Adam. It became a part of the Adam. It became a part of the flesh and blood of the Adam. The job of the Adam is to take the Zumas Anachash and to purify himself from the Zumas Anachash, to get rid of the Zumas Anachash that's inside of his gut. So we say by a Kli Cheres, a Kli Cheres, the Mishnah and Kalim say, a Kli Cheres, Shvirosan Hi Tarosan. The breaking of it purifies it from its Tumah. Shvira takes out the bliya of tom which is inside of something. The pshat and misa is a shvira on the guf to take out afterwards the bliya of the nachash, the nachash and put it inside of the other. That's what it means, misa. Misa is the shvira of the guf, just like you have a shvira and a klicheres, to take out the bliya of the nachash which is inside of the other. And that's why after the chait, there's a gzir called misa. Because before the chet, there was no blia of the nachash. There was nothing in, inside of the adam which is called the zumas anachash. But after the chet, after the chet of Adam Rishon, when he got the, the zuma, he needed a way to be metakin that. What's the way to be metakin that? Shvi rosan hita rosan. Misa is the way to break down the guf, to take out this tumma out inside of a guf. And a remnant to this, which is Mamasha Pacha and I don't know if you guys have been to a funeral here in Israel. I don't know if they do it at every single funeral, but they do it very often. And then when they're bring, bringing the mace to go be buried, the guy who's doing the chanting and everything they're going, he takes the klicheres in his hand, throws again, and keeps shattering it. He's taking a klicheres and shattering it. And shattering it. If you go to, next time you go to, I mean, it shouldn't happen, but next time you go to a funeral, pay attention to the, to the guy. In Beit Shemesh, they for sure do. I've seen it a few times over there. 
take a kikheris and they shatter. Why are they taking kikheris and shattering it? Why are they taking kikheris and shattering it? Because the guf is like a kikheris, the shvirasa and hitarasa. Breaking it is, is the shvira. Misa is gufa, that shvira on the body, to take out the blia of the nochaz inside of the body. Klar? Yeah? So if that's true, if that's true, if that's true, so we'll have to say it like this. Where would we say is the ikr mukum of the buya of the nachash? Where is the ikr mukum that the zumas nachash went inside of? So the whole safer over here is we're talking, we're trying to discuss, we have our moyach and we have our lev. What's in our lev? Our lev, the side small of our lev, is the ikr mukum of where it's shaken the taiva, the yezar hara of the bench, the nefesh bahamas of the bench. Meaning to say the ikr mukum of where that buya of the nachash goes inside of is the lev of the bench. Is in the heart of the person. The heart of the person, that's where the Iker Bliya of the Nachash went inside of. The Iker Zumas Anachash, where did it be? Where was the Nichlas inside of? Inside of the heart of the person. Which is why all the Taivas of the world come from where the heart? Because the Zumas Anachash means my Taiva, my pull towards the physical world. Where did I go into? It went into my heart. And that's why we're working on matara our hearts, trying to work on changing our hearts. Because the ikr mukum, where the bliyas anachash is, is where inside of the heart. Huh? The, whatever, I don't know what you call the the, the spiritual aspect of the heart. So, if that's the case, now we can understand the mila of of a lev nishbar. What's the pshat in a lev nishbar? is a shvira salev. What's pshan shvira? Shvira is getting rid of the blia of the zuma sanachash. When I daven, when I'm espala with a shvira salev, what I'm doing be'etem is I'm getting rid of the zuma sanachash which is inside of my heart. Breaking my heart, my shvira of my lev is taking the blia of the nachash which is inside of it and making it a shvira zuhi tarasan. The shvira of the lev, davening, being espala with the shvira salev, is breaking open my heart that I should be able to get rid from my heart the the blia of the zuma sanachash. That's pshat shvir salev. So if my if I'm able to be mispalo to daven with the shvir salev, what I'm doing the etzim is I'm reconnecting back to that tefillah of other region itself. Because that that tefillah of other region was a tefillah which is avoid either avoid the shavalev zut tefillah. Tefillah is avoid the shavalev. See how matahar your lev is, that's how much you're connecting to the ikr mile of tefillah. My lev is full of zumas anachash. How do I purify my lev if it's full of zumas anachash? That's pshat my shvir salev. That's pshat meaning I daven with a shvir salev. Kar of Hashem and the nishbrei lev. I feel the kirvas of Hashem in my tefillah when I have a, when I have a, a shvir salev. Why? Because I have the zumas anachash inside of my heart. I need to break my heart. And now what am I doing? I'm connecting how much I have a shvir to lay b'shas my tefillah to that tefillah which is the shpit tefillah about other region which is kreid l'chei that's why over here the only way for a rasha what's a pshan a rasha and what's a pshan a tzaddik a rasha is his heart is completely soaked in the zuma sanachash his heart is completely soaked in the zuma sanachash in order to break his heart to get out of the Russia's heart any type of tumah that he can start changing his heart around, he needs to get rid of the hold that the Nachash has over his heart, this Russia. 
So Mamela here, the Rebbe says over here, that the only way for Russia to change himself is through what? A Shvir Salev. That's the only way he's going to do it. Because in order to re-free his heart from that Dumas Anachash that he has, which is pulling him towards the world social, he first needs to have a Shvir Salev, which means breaking the hold of the Dumas Anachash. It's clear? Um, it seems like what the Russian government has to be, has to do, we don't need, like, I don't know, I don't know. And to change yourself, everybody needs to change himself on a certain level. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the main thing is because he's so he's so soaked in the Zuma Sanafash. Right, but everyone, everyone else, it's in Karma. It is Karma, but everybody's so needed to do a chuva. Everybody needs to do chuva. Right. Chuva is Shri Salev. That's what he's saying. Chuva is Shri Salev. Everybody still needs that. Because everybody still needs, the difference is that he can't do any type of change without GPS. This is the way to combat the Right. So now we're about to go another foot deeper. Questions on that? Klar? Indians understood? Shvir Salev is the breaking of the heart. We're going to, we're going to say this a little quickly because it's getting late. The Shvir, very quickly. Shvir Salev is the breaking of the heart, which allows my heart to purify itself from the Zuma Sanachash. May we understand this Indian now of Shmini Yatzeris. Pshan Shmini Yatzeris. Pshan Shmini Yatzeris is that Adamarishan before the Chait, that was a Shpit Madrega. The Holy of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, getting to Shemini Yatzeres, is one whole long process, the Rizal says, of just getting back to Adamarishan the way that he was. The whole Avaida is getting back to being called an Adam again. Atem Kri Adam, being an Akam Kri Adam. We're trying to just get back to becoming an Adam again. Uh, throughout the whole entire Avoida of Roshani, of Kippur, Habali, and the Taiva, soon. That whole Avoida is just trying to re bring us back to the Madrigal of Adam Rishon, which is like Kodam Machet again. And what did Adam Rishon do? If you the way we explained it, what did he do on the day when he was still in his purest, when he was still Adam Rishon Machet? He was Mispala. What was he Mispala for? He was Mispala for Gishamin. He was Mispala for rain. So Shemini Yitzhak, which is the day, which is the Spitz day. We're getting back to like other region again, which is Koyal Machet striving for. What do we daven for in Shemini Yatzeres? We daven for Gishomim. We daven for Gishomim. It's called the the the, the market calls it the Yoyim HaGishomim. The Tzfilas HaGeshem is on Shemini Yatzeres. Why is the Tzfilas HaGeshem on Shemini Yatzeres? Because since Shemini Yatzeres is going back to like other region again, which is Koyal Machet, and that he was Mespala Al Gishomim. So on Shemini Yatzeres, we're also Mespala for Gishomim. But we're being Marami, there's a remnant of there. How do we get there? That's through the Shvir Salev. The Shvir Salev brings us back to that. To bring us back, we need a Shvir Salev to get back to like other region like it was. So if you take the, what do we do? We lay in the Torah and we finish the whole entire Chumash. We finish the Chumash. And what is the last word of the Chumash? What's the last letter? Alamid. What does the Torah start with again, which, was, which we start with Ashmin Faith, what does that spell? Lave. But it's a shvir salave. Because it's the end of the Torah, and then it's the start of the next part of the Torah. It's the end of the Torah and the Torah. We connect them, but there's also the ending and the beginning. Meaning, on Shemini Yetzirah, we have this remez, which is like a shvir salave, a split in the makom, the lama, and the base itself of the lave. Why is it a split of that lave? Because since Shemini Yetzirah is going back to the other region, which is this follow of the Shomim again, so therefore, there's a shvir salave. There's the Lamin, and then there's the Beis. That's also why that Kaiser, when they came to Matan Torah, 
saying a little quickly, because when they went to Torah, so, could, uh, so when they got there, it says that they were Potka Zua Masan. They were the Potka Zua Masan by Matan Torah. Until afterwards, what happened? Was they, they did the Chet Ego. And then because of that, it came back, Chazal Zeh, when Shabbos, it came back to Zuma Sarachash. Again, they got it back again. So Moshe Benu comes down, he comes down and he takes the Luchos, he's going down, what does he do? He smashes the Luchos. Shvir Saluchos. Why did Moshe Benu be Meshavar the Luchos? Why did he do it? What's Shaykhus? Why, why was that his, 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 his reaction? Because Moshe knew that after there would be, after the Chet Ego, it would come back the Zuma Sanachash. When the Luchos broke, it came back to Zuma Sanachash. So after the Chet Ego, it came back to Zuma Sanachash. The Luchos are called what? They call them Aluach Libecha. They're called the Lave. And Moshe Benin knew that there's still a way to reconnect back to getting rid of the Zuma Sanachos, which is inside of the Lave. And how do I do that? That's called my Shvir Salave. So comes Moshe Benin, he comes down from Har Sinai, and he takes the Luchos and he smashes the Luchos. What's Shvir Saluchos? Shvir Saluchos is the Shvira of the Lave. It's the lave of the luchos. The breaking of the luchos is like the breaking of the lave. It's the shvir of the lave that he's saying to Klaisel that even after the chait, there's still a shaykhat for Klaisel to be able to come back to metar themselves from the Zuma Sanachos. And that's called, see how much you have a shvir of the lave. Just to finish off, that's the pshat over here. It's the last marmakom, I think. That Rashi, the end of the whole entire Torah, says that any kol Yisrael, Perish Rashi, that Moshe Ben, what did he do? Shnata libo lishbor haluchos leinem. I mean, it's, I think the spelling is like over there. Lishbor haluchos leinem. He raised his heart to break the luchos in front of their eyes. Vachulo v'eskima datu kushbar kushbarko agreed l'daito. Shenemar like the pasuk says, shibarta, you broke it. Yosher kachachos shibarta. This is the last Rashi in all Chumash. Why is this Rashi the last Rashi in all of Chumash? What in the world is it doing over here? Why the last word on the Ene Kol Yisrael, which is the start of the new Lama to the new base, the Shvir Salev of Shemini Yetzirah, this is the last puzzle we read, which Rashi says is referring to the Luchos, the breaking of the Luchos. What connection the breaking of the Luchos to the end of the Torah, which is the Lama, which is on Shemini Yetzirah? Why are we reading it? Because the Luchos, breaking the Luchos is the Shvir Salev. Shmini Yetzirah, which is the start of the Lama to the Beis, that's the Shvir Salev. So the last Pasuk Rashi is telling us, the Yosha Kodesh HaShosh Yibartah, the Tzeres, when we're going to read now, the Lama to the Beis, Yosha Kodesh HaShosh Yibartah, that you had a Shvir Salev, that you broke your heart. And that's called Shmini Yetzirah, and that's called the Tefillah that we have, that we daven. And see how much we daven with a Shvir Salev, that's how much we get back to daven like this Tefillah of Adam Rishon, which is which is the tefillah that we're striving for and we're trying to get towards. So Mr. Shem, we should be zaycha to purify our hearts, to be able to be mispalov, the shavir salev, and daven, a true tefillah, like Daven Melech says, lev tarbar elakim, when something says, kfi how much of a lev nishbar, that's how much you're going to be zaycha, like Daven Melech says, lev tarbar elakim. So we should be zaycha to a real shavir salev, Mr. Shem.